Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. I have friends that do a couple transactions a year and that is fine, but they cancel on me the most. (laughs) I gotta go do a show in. I'm like, what are you doing? Hi y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hello, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. How are you today? Just lovely. That is wonderful. This is episode number 78. I think it was two or three episodes or four episodes ago. Oh, yeah. The New Year's episode. Okay. The first Monday of the New Year, Mm -hmm. January 4th. Okay. I noticed during um, our episode, we kept talking about office day. Right. And we only talked about it for about five minutes, but I thought... We need an office, office day We're, episode. So good news. An I ent- love office day. An entire episode dedicated to also my favorite, the office day. Yeah. I love an office day too. It's so important <sighs> and it's so neglected. It's there the is easiest n- thing to cross off of your to-do list. And it's nothing better than implementing a full office day and committing to it. Yeah. At the end of it, you'll have accomplished so much. You'll feel like it's clean slated. Yes. It's just so, it's pivotal, pivotal. Mm-hmm. So I do try once a week. Okay, so let's start here at start it because everyone's gonna be like, I don't have time for an office right, day, right, right. a whole day in the office. How and are you gonna the do office that? Office can be your home office, yes, your coffee shop, yes. I honestly would prefer one of those two options to the third option, which is your office in your office building like at I your, do not go to my office building on office day I don't I don't know too no. many distractions so many distractions too many people people have needs and questions and you want to be nice and helpful and they right. want to tell you about their latest deal but if that's where you work you got to shut the door you with a gotta sign shut the door and you have to make it a real office day yeah it needs to have a sign that says do not disturb mm-hmm. meeting in progress right like in the meeting is with yourself yes i can't cancel that I again i can't i can't cancel on me again <laughs> and i think that you do it sometimes on the do you do it on the go sometimes or always at home I'm usually always at home, mm-hmm. but um, sometimes on my break, I will like go grab lunch. Yeah. Um, like pick up lunch and come back, get out the house. Yeah. And, but um, I usually purposefully on my office day, I try not to get dressed. Okay. That also prevents me from jumping up and taking a, says, I need to see a house. Yes. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm available tomorrow. Yes. (laughs) I think that is a great tip. Now, on the flip side of that, I did hear um, on my office day, in order to increase productivity, I like to put on clothes. They could be leggings. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not in my pajamas. And I I heard this tip once on office day, put on shoes. Hmm. Even if you're at home, and sometimes it's just a flip flop, (laughs) not your slipper, not your cozy socks. (laughs) 
put on actual shoes so that when you and I operate in the, my home office every day when I'm working. Like, yeah, I don't ever go to an office outside of my home. Right. So I am 15 years deep and I have no trouble with this. Sure. I get up. I clean my kitchen. I get my kids off to school. If I'm going to exercise, if I'm going to shower, like all of these things can happen before office day begins. Mm-hmm. But I put on the, the clothes and the shoes and I walk into my office and sometimes I literally shut the door. But yeah. I'm pretty much so excited to be in my office that I don't need to shut the door. I'm not leaving to check the TV. <clears throat> oh, that was serious. Ah, Bless you. Sorry. Thanks. Or... Go look at Netflix or, no, you no, know, no, no. the puppy has been a little trickier because yeah. he does need some attention. But we try to like, if I'm focused, he's with Jay or in the kennel or whatever. I do feel like though, so when I'm at home all day for office day, mm-hmm. I kind of like that I can get up, let the dogs outside. Yeah. They're playing. I'm working. Yes. I take a break. I let them in. Yes. No, I think a break is good. Yes. I'm it's not- almost like the breaks are things that need to be done around your house. In your house. Yeah, I totally feel that. Um, And if you don't have a, like a designated home office, before I did, y'all, my laptop is my office. Right. It can be on the couch. It can be at the kitchen table. You can it do- can be... At the breakfast bar. It does not have to be. I can work in a bar. I can work in a car. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Dr. Seuss. It's so good. Um, I, I can work in the kitchen. <laughs> Whatever yes, you anywhere, need to do. Anywhere you need to. But I think there is something about making your office day low key at home. Yes. When you are home alone. Yeah. And can catch up on laundry. Yes. Your pets. Yes. A little project here or there Mm -hmm. as your break. But well, one of my favorite productivity tips, or I guess the rule of thumb is, and we've talked about this before, you 50, 50 minutes of work or whatever to 17 minutes of break. And Mm. when I'm having office time in my office day, I get my phone out and I set the alarm for 50 minutes, the timer, and then you're, you need to get up. Mm-hmm. And this, that's a great time for you to go switch your laundry, go check the mail, let the dog out. In the 17-minute break, that's also if you feel like you need to check social media mm-hmm. or do something like that, you put it in the break time yeah. and then come back. Um, a lot of people talk about time blocking. Mm-hmm. In my office day, I do not have set up time blocks currently. No, me either. But I think they are amazing and I am not against them. And I have ideas of what I'm time blocking sort of in a natural way. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm still task batching and doing things together. And if it's the hour that I'm going to spend checking all my transactions and doing transaction management, then it all happens at that time. Or if it's the hour when you're going to check email and sort through that. I think you figure out what you spend your time doing and then figure out your time blocks from there. But if you're working on a project, a work-related project, I think you need to have a like a two-hour time block that says, I'm doing this project. This is what I do during my office day. It's not going to get finished in one sit, you know, one day. But this is what I'm going to do for this two hours. Uh, I've done many projects over the course of my business. Yeah. 
um, email clean out, like a major one, like an overhaul email. Yours is nice and under control, but there's plenty of people listening right well, now that need to. it's kind of funny because sometimes, because of my brain is so email oriented, that when I clean out my email, sometimes I don't know what to do. You're like, I ran out of things. Right, I did all the things that I forget, but then while I'm folding laundry, I go, oh, I need to do this or that. So this is kind of, I'll give you the structure of my office Oh, yes, day. please do. So after I drop Haven off at school, I come back. Again, I'm in like leggings and a sweatshirt. And the first thing I do is open my email and handle anything that needs to be addressed right now. Okay. Because you can't focus when people need no, things. Just get so it done. clean out the email. It usually takes about 20, 30 minutes. Then I check all of my pending things. Okay. I go, I just look at the list yes. on Trello and say, has this appraiser gone? Yes. Where are we here? Yes. Do I need to email this lender? Mm-hmm. Haven't heard from this person in a while. Do mm-hmm. I need to request the deposit check? So just going through all the pendings to make sure I don't need to order a closing gift or something time sensitive. Okay. Then I go back to Trello again and just check on all my actives. Is there someone I haven't talked to uh-huh. in like a week? Like maybe a house hasn't popped up in their search and I need to just send them an email that says, hey guys, I know something hasn't popped up. Basically just letting them hear from me uh-huh. so they're not wondering where I am. Yep. Then I make sure that all of my voicemails and text messages and things like that are okay. caught up. Caught up. So once I do those things and the emails cleaned out, mm-hmm. it's I really do struggle sometimes with, okay, so what needs to be done? Right. Because office day is your day to be proactive. Yes. And sometimes being proactive means you have to actually think of things. Right. What do I need to, to do? do? So some other things that I do is I go through the notes section on my phone. And just make sure everything is Mm -hmm. where it needs to be there. Um, Because sometimes if I can't pull up Trello quick enough or something, I'll just open the notes. Leave them there. Yeah. And then I'll copy and paste it and put everything where it needs to go. I go through the Facebook birthdays. Y'all know I do that. Where whoever's birthday it Mm -hmm. is, if I know them, I tell them happy birthday. If I don't know them, I might unfriend them. Time time to say goodbye. Um, It's nothing personal, but you only are allowed so many friends Mm -hmm. and Facebook limits that. And if I don't know you, I need to be able to, like, I do look at Facebook and Instagram as a way to keep up with my sphere. Yes. So it can't be cluttered. Right. So I'm cleaning that out. And then also just recently started doing this, cleaning out the contacts in my phone. Oh, yeah. So maybe you could accomplish like A through C. Mm -hmm. And making sure that the people that you communicate with regularly are in your database. Yep. They're up to date. Mm-hmm. Um, cleaning out the data. Like whenever I go through my contacts in my phone, yep. I'm updating the database. At the same time. At the same time. Mm-hmm. Making sure that, hey, I do talk to this person a lot. Why aren't they in my database? database. Yeah, maybe they've yeah. never expressed real estate interest, but they should probably be in my spreadsheet. Right. Yeah. So that's just some Okay, extra I like things. that. Um, I had a few other extra things, like if you were, when you ran out of stuff to do. Yeah. Okay. So obviously you said the database stuff uh, and your email, you're already cleaned yours out. But if you're working a project style, like you've got a serious email to unsubscribe, like that's a good time to really like edit and unsubscribe in your email. 
Um, if you do not have a buyer seller folder or you want to have a buyer seller folder or you need to just get a few printed out if you already have one. So you have, a, you know, five or so of each in, the, in your folder. I mean, in your closet ready. I do that. Um, any type of, I guess, if you want to update your email templates. Yes. That I, would be yeah. a great time to do that in the project block. So if you're keeping like a two hour project block. So yours is at the end of your day. You're like, mm -hmm. I'm done with all my other normal stuff. What am I going to do now? That's some of the stuff I had on my list for that. Um, in your transaction check-in, when you're looking at your pendings, I actually had a list of questions that I asked myself when I'm at that point in my oh, office day. Yeah. So yes, I think, you know what I did? I walked into my office with my shoes on. Now I'm going to do email for 30 minutes to an hour, make sure I've got it, you know, all the stuff addressed. But then I'm going to get out what, however I'm, you know, managing my transactions. If I want to just pull up dot loop and look at them that way, or I'll go to the Trello and look at them that way, but somewhere where I'm just sitting and thinking about them and looking at the list, but I do them all at the same time, active listing, pending, mm -hmm. you know, all that's together. And this is what I say. And I think you can get this done in a one hour check-in. Okay. Yeah. And then if you want, if, if some things come up, you're just making a list while you're going through them. Okay. Well, I do need to send that addendum or whatever. Make a list and then do that after you've gone through the whole list. Mm -hmm. um, okay. When's the last time we talked? Yes. Is number one question. If it's a listing, this is important because we don't want them to feel left behind. If sure. it's a pending, what are we talk? What did we last talk about? Mm -hmm. Where are we in the process? These are all things you're doing mentally, right? I'm not like yeah, pulling yeah. up a checklist. And but where are we but in the process? You needed a checklist. You sure mm -hmm. could. Um, are all needed docs prepared and signed by all parties? This okay. one is huge. Yes. You were like me. I, the, when the ball's out of my court, it's out of my court. Like mm -hmm. I, my client signed the addendum. I have sent it to you. Well, did I get it back? Mm -hmm. What's the trigger for me to check that? This, this hour time block is my trigger to say, Hey, wait, I sent out an addendum on that deal. It didn't come back to me. Uh, do any parties need info from me? And this includes my client the co-op agent, the lender, and title. Like actually think about them while you're you're on 123 Main Street and you're thinking in your head, when's the last time that we talk? Where are we at in the process? Are all the docs signed by everyone? Does anyone need any information from me? Like I'll always be like, oh yeah, somebody asked for a utility or somebody asked for, you know, a fence contractor or whatever. Um, then I would say, okay, so we already said, when's the last time we talked? Um, and then I, then I asked myself, am I waiting on my client to do something? Mm -hmm. Like, are you supposed to be sending me something? Are mm -hmm. you supposed to be getting pre-approved? Are you supposed to be, what are you supposed to be doing? Right. Do I need to follow up with you? And the last question, and this one is important for buyers and sellers. How are they feeling? Like if I need to check in, if I haven't talked to them in a while, you can simply find out how are you feeling? Are you worried, stressed, concerned, happy? You need help? Look, tell me that's a good check-in. Yeah. And that's all the things that I think while I'm looking. And of course, I have workflows and checklists in Trello and on in paper if I want, where I'm literally checking off. Okay, now with the appraisal is ordered. Now the inspection repairs have been addressed. Yes, all of that's happening in this time frame. But this is, how I feel, also how you prevent losing clients, oh especially buyers. Yes. When, yeah. I mean, sellers you have a contract with, but of course they can fire you uh -huh. at any time if it if they're unhappy. Oh, for sure. But um, even just the buyers that slip through the cracks and 
you they say we'll let you know what the lender says and then you it's through been three months and you say that person yeah that person that i don't know I, what i don't what did the lender say right yes but that's why things have to be written down somewhere. Yeah. But not just written down, but actually utilized. Well, the office day is the system. Yes. The office day in itself is the system by which you're getting that stuff done, by mm -hmm. which you're saying, here are my time blocks. This is what I need to accomplish. And even if you don't like time blocks, what's my overall list for that day? What I need to check my database. I need mm -hmm. to check my transactions. I need to check in with whatever. Mm -hmm. Like what, what do you do in your, do I need to do content? creation for mm -hmm. social media? Do I need to check in with my assistant if you have one and like make sure they're in the right place? Like your office day is the time that you've reserved to treat your business like a business, mm -hmm. to work on your business, not in your business, to to record sales, to like keep up with your stats, to figure out your budget. Your, like there's 1,000 million things I could do on my office day. And if you are not currently having an office day, when is that getting done? I can't imagine. I <laughs> I, I literally, it blows my mind. And I'm going to tell you, you know, I just did back in at the end of the year, I did that mastermind with Chelsea Peterson. And one of the number one pieces of advice I gave, was giving people when we were talking about their systems and how to improve on that was do you have an office day? And the answer is always no. And do you think you could try it? <laughs> like, right. Let's would, would try. You, would you be willing to give it a try? Because I'm telling you now, it's huge. Now, for everyone listening who has kids at home or a full-time job or, you know, some extenuating circumstances that make a full day locked in your office a problem, I think you need to start off with an office block that is at least four hours. And mm -hmm. I do mean if that requires you to get childcare for the four hours, mm -hmm. like I think that it's worth it. Yeah. Um, it's huge. And I'll tell you how I failed in this when I first had a, my first baby. She was home with me mm -hmm. until nine months. It's a long time. It's a long time. And bless my mom would come, which was great if I had an appointment and I never asked her to come so I could do office work. So I tried to piecemeal office time together in between naps and feedings and everything. And one day it got so bad. I did not have an, I did not need to go out of the house for an appointment, but I had so much admin that needed to be addressed mm. that I normally had been doing in eight hour blocks once a week. Right. Yeah. And you haven't. I broke down into tears. I was like, I can't live like this. I was on the phone with my sister. She's like, I'll be right over. And she like watched the baby while I did my admin because I'm not good at small blocks. Like right. I need the time. So mm -hmm. find a four hours yes. minimum. But Ideally, get the whole day. And I think one of the other rules of office day is it's not the time when you go to lunch. Hello, friends. We are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes, listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge, and template form. So far, I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? 
Yeah. Your clients are there. actually going to say that. Yes. All right. Here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. <laughs> I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. No, just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just yeah. use these. Yeah. Nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're gonna enjoy them you're gonna love them you're gonna, it's gonna love change it. your life literally fired <laughs> my assistant they are the best okay, enjoy the template yes enjoy so i have on here be aware of time sucking activities yes because that's not what today is for tell us about them um i try not to go to lunch with a friend because then you don't have anything scheduled and it could be a like, two-hour lunch be here all day <laughs> yeah right. it's, you're oh that's my number one note your office day is not a day off no, no it no, is no. a work productive day. yes it's a work day but it should be relaxing yes it should be inspiring and motivate by the end of it when your family comes home you should just be like you should feel energized yes i'm so caught and up fully and able, available yes available fully able to focus on then not work because mm -hmm. we've gotten all the work done but you're right you cannot go to lunch mm -hmm. ideally you make your lunch in your kitchen and yeah. spend 30 minutes and then go back to work mm -hmm. and i know this probably doesn't sound very exciting to a lot of people well Sometimes I watch my show while I eat. Yes. And then I go back to work. Yeah. And it's just. It's fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So what about, so I don't do social media per se. Okay. Um, like a lot of our listeners do, but. You do social media. I mean, I you don't post have things on social media. Yeah, I have an Instagram. Okay. And I have a. But does that come in with your workflow on each transaction? Or is that no. just something that your assistant is helping you with now? Like what? No, because. No, you no. do that at random? Do you do more than one? When I have a closing, uh -huh. I post. Okay. When I have a new listing, I post. Okay. In the moment. Yes. You don't wait for office day. You're just. Yeah. I just, I just part of that. your regular day. Right. Like okay. whenever I get, before I close out a transaction in yeah. Trello, I, I, I make sure I have posted. Well, I think that's fine. So that's to me. And that's the thing too, kind of how you said you're not great at small blocks. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. But the good thing is if you are being diligent during the week, office day because if here's the thing, if you're not diligent during the week, office day becomes only catch up. Oh, it's just digging out from under it the mountain. Like you don't even make it to step two no. of being proactive. And believe me, I've had many office days when that happens. All that, look, especially in the busy, busy <laughs> season. Look, you got to dig out from under the mountain sometime. Mm -hmm. And that happens on office day. Mm -hmm. But ideally, like what you're saying is be more efficient on the daily basis. Yeah. And then on your office day, it should only take you an hour or two to go through like things that need addressing now. Yeah. And then hopefully the goal is that you can move on to follow up, cleaning out yeah. your database, yeah. checking in, organizing your brain. Right. Do you want to start some type of new marketing yeah. or do you, like you can't start new projects and take on new, the new shiny thing if mm -hmm. you, if you are not caught up. 
where I was going with that. Oh, tell me. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, was, do you have advice, like, for being aware of time-sucking activities in the social media realm? (sighs) I mean. Like, yes, it's important if that's a big part of your business to have content, but at the same time, how much is too much? Right. Because this is what happens. And this is what I learned a lot on those mastermind calls. Um, Especially because it was social media focused, the mastermind had both parts. Yes. Systems and social. Um, A lot of people who are focused on their social media, that is their method of marketing. That's how they get new clients. I think that's amazing and important. What would happen is if you're also a perfectionist, those Mm -hmm. two things paired together are disastrous. Mm -hmm. So they would spend a lot of time, a lot of time tweaking, tweaking, tweaking. Mm. And you really have to take it back down to done, which is from the last episode. Done is better than perfect. Mm -hmm. If you're time blocking, transaction check-in and email, all that probably needs to happen before your content block. Mm -hmm. And And you're not allowed to check your social media during the other blocks. I think the key is that when you're producing content, you should be on Canva or Photoshop Mm -hmm. or on your computer. You're not on your phone Mm -hmm. in the app typically. So engagement time needs to be separate of content time. Like when you're creating, it should be separate of the con, you know, the the, the commenting and the engaging. So maybe even saving social media for last. I feel like that makes the most sense because I'm pretty visual and I get, I will get sucked into that. Sure. Like, oh, well, I want to make, fun. I want to make new quote graphics for Canva or I want to make a new seller tip series on, you know, that's fine. That's important. And I think a time block of that is great. What is the best way to do it is, okay, let's say I used to do testimonials every Tuesday. Yeah. I went into Canva, I made a testimonial template, and then I started cutting and pasting. You've done this. Yeah. I cut and paste podcast. all of the testimonials into there, and then they're all ready to go, and they're saved up. So when I want to post one on Tuesday, I just pull it. It's already done. Right. That's the it's pro- about progress. Yes. And that's a project you would do on your office day, and that type of stuff, the consistency in your social media can happen really easily on office day. Yeah. This week, I'm going to work on my um, seller tip series. And I'm going to make, if you make 10 graphics with all the same picture, but a different tip, that probably, if you're focused, won't take you an hour. And Mm -hmm. then if you only post one a week, that's 10 weeks of content. Right. So I think that I would say, and don't do your, do your engaging, I think on a daily basis, it makes more sense to do a 20 minute time block or an hour or 30 minutes or whatever you want Mm -hmm. every single day, but your content production and your planning should go on office day. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And I look, it's hard. Yeah. When I'm on a block on transaction management in my office, a lot of times I have my phone on silent. I set my phone. 50 minute timer and I turn my phone upside down so I can't see the alerts. Mm-hmm. That good. way I finish doing, or if I'm doing email or whatever, the problem comes in when in your email, if you're on the email block and it says, oh, send so-and-so this contact. And then I pick up my phone to send so-and-so the contact. <sighs> and now I've seen all the you're red circles in. and yes. you're sucked in. It's not going to be perfect. No. But yesterday I actually had a office day Uh and um, I was feeling overwhelmed because yesterday for us was the first was January 4th. Yes. It was Monday. 
I hadn't really been on top of my email. Right. Because we had had New Year's Eve, New Year's and the weekend and school's closed. So I had just been t- responding to things saying, right, you know, Monday, I'll, I'll be do back. this, I'll do this, I'll do this. They were building up. And I was thinking to myself, I was kind of dreading, like I was having a little bit of anxiety about my office day because my email was so lengthy. And I thought, I'm never... Like, I'm not even going to get to be proactive and do the other stuff and and feel like I get ahead. Yes. So after I dropped Haven off at school Monday, I get back and I sit down and I just started. And two hours later, my email was so caught up and I was amazed. Yeah. And I still had all day. So you're like, I have time. Yes. And it, it proactivity. Here we come. Yeah. It just, it felt like I would never get caught up. But once you just, if that's put your favorite music on, Mm -hmm. get in the zone, Yep. light your candle if you need to. Yes. And I did not move. Um, I will tell, I bet you didn't. No, I I, will tell you an interesting (laughs) secret too, especially for the people who Monday through Friday, eight to five is not maybe just not logistically an option for you. Saturday morning time block for office day is so beyond proactive, like productive for Mm -hmm. me because no one typically is calling you on Saturday Mm, morning. Yeah. No one is sending you work-related email on Saturday morning. What about your kids? No. Well, Luckily, they are pretty self-sufficient now. Yeah, they're old enough, and they want to go watch they, TV. They or... want, yeah, they want to play a video game. They want to watch TV. They they don't need they don't need me at that moment. And you can do a lot more in two hours with no no um, break-ins, right? No email break-in, no phone break-in, no text break-in. Mm. You just accomplish a lot more a lot faster. Yeah. So you can really get like some serious work done mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning, or you know. Just an off time. I find too, if if I have the ability, if I'm working like 5 to 7 p.m. in my office also, or an hour after the kids go to sleep, like yeah. you can get a ton done in off hours because no one is going to break in and ask you for anything. Sure. You're going to be left alone. That's a very good point. Which is fine. And so I guess my point is don't tune us out if you're like, I don't have, I don't have a day. I can't find a day. Also, don't just say I can't. But try and find a block. And here is the other key tip to office day. I've had them different ways. I've had it whenever I can. Um, I've had it just let it fall wherever my schedule allows. Mm -hmm. And sometimes what would happen is if I'm in a busy period and then two weeks go by and I haven't had the office day, I'm like, this is not good. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of times office day on Friday for me was great Mm -hmm. because it's a nice wrap it up, prepare for weekend showings Mm -hmm. or if I had a, you know, open house coming or whatever. And then just close out the day at the end of Friday, close the computer and feel really finished, like an actual end to the week. Um, but there are a lot of closings on Friday. Right. So a lot of times it would get broken into. So I started doing it on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And what I find is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday to be the easiest to protect on your schedule. Yes. Because people don't need, people need things Monday. They need things on Friday. You have appointments. Mm -hmm. It seemed to be the easiest to do it on Tuesday. But whatever day you pick, the key is that you put it in your freaking calendar (laughs) not i think i'm gonna have tuesday be my office day and then all of a sudden someone wants to do an inspection on tuesday and you're just like that's it i it's gone it just disappeared in a thin air because it was never anything anyway Mm -hmm. if you put it in your calendar and then 
someone calls you for an inspection and you have to do it that day, take the calendar event and move it to Wednesday. Right. Like you have to keep it. You can't just cancel it. Move it. I'm not saying this to like toot my own horn. Oh, let's see. <laughs> but I don't always understand when people have to move things. You're like, just say no. Yeah. Yes. I, because I do. I yes. just say, like, oh, I'm not available that day. Right. <laughs> now, okay, so I have a, a breakfast once a month. Okay. Um, with a group. And I'm just all like I have I've never missed it. Right. They're like, how do you get here? I'm like, I don't I I just it's in my calendar. Right. But that's the thing is if something is on my calendar, that's how you tell people I'm not I available tell, at that yeah, time. Yeah. What if whether it was breakfast or a surgery? Right. Right. You couldn't do I it. I can't do it because I've already I, scheduled. Yes. I have something. Scheduling is really it's so funny. It is funny. Because I do it the same way. If it's in my calendar, barring something crazy, I'm like, I'm not available then. Can we sure. do it? But I'm going to tell you what that stems from. I've done a lot of thinking on this. Okay. Okay. Stay with me on this. You did 96 transactions last year. Yeah. If someone doesn't like that you say you're not available in that time slot, your mindset is not, oh, God, I'm not going to make <laughs> money. I'm going to lose them. And then it, you don't have the scarcity on the level that most Realtors have it. They feel like they have to be they have the to slave. Say, they think they have to say yes. And then they get in the habit of saying yes. Mm -hmm. And then you don't run your business like a scheduled business with office hours and business hours because you're afraid. I've had people question, but what about what's in the best interest of your client? Yeah, I don't like that either. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I asked if they could do Thursday and they said, sure. <laughs> right. Did you even, like, did you even try? Right. If my client said to me, I must do it Tuesday morning during the scheduled breakfast because yes. blah, blah, blah. Right. Then you, but it never happens like that. I haven't ever had a situation where the, where the client was like, no. Right. You can't be we there. We cannot do it at another time. You don't call your doctor's office and tell them when the appointment is going to be. I know. You don't call any professional's office and tell them. When the appointment is going to be, you ask them what is available. Right. It's so crazy. But it, it's, it is interesting how that is, it's such an easy concept for some people. That is an industry-wide issue. And then some, yes, because I can't tell you, you know, I have friends that do a couple transactions a year and that is fine, but they cancel on me the most. <laughs> I got to go like, do a show in. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, can't, you can't make time for me. Yeah. I don't understand well, what's happening. I mean, and people have asked me before how this this office day is devolving into scheduling, but I think it's I know, key. It is key. People have asked me before, how, well, how do you handle personal time or like if your kids need, I'm like, my kids are scheduled into my calendar exactly the same way an inspection is. <laughs> yeah. Or a closing. Right. Um, it's the basketball game. Right. I'm not available right now. Yes. Like, it's really that black and white. Yeah. Now, and that's going to be the default. I'll say I'm not available then. If something really traumatic is happening and I, it's not like a one-time, you know, play at school or something. Sure. I guess I could make a change, but I very rarely do. I know. I know. And that just comes from you have to say, 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not available. And this counts for your office day. I'm sorry, I'm not available on Tuesday. Nobody needs to know it's because of your haircut or because oh, of your office you. day or what, because of your... But, but you know what? What are your priorities? Yeah. If, you, if the priority is your office day, then you're going to say no. If the priority is your kids, you're going to say no. If the priority is just dealing with every last minute buyer request, well, then I guess that's what you're going to do. Yeah. So... The office day should become a priority. And once you get in the in the habit of that, you won't want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. You cannot go to lunch with your friend. Mm-mm. Not um, on this you, day. You cannot watch the whole of Netflix. You can watch 30 minutes at lunch. You cannot. Um, uh, there was one other thing that's going to sound weird. And I don't mean you cannot. Um, somebody asked me about, well, is that when I, I can do my office sales meetings and, um, you know, education or like a class, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? If you want to take your two hour time block of your office day mm-hmm. and that be a webinar, a class, you know, whatever, fine. Yeah. But I still think it needs to be something that's housed within the walls of your whatever your office is, right? And it's not you leaving and having travel time. Right. Like, and education is important, but... Yeah, it needs to fall under the proactive section after all the important things are done. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. (laughs) I mean... I think we're both really passionate about the topic of the office day. Yeah, that's why when I was listening to it, I said, man, we only talked about office day for five minutes in this episode, and I'm all like gung ho yes, about it. Like, I want to do a whole episode. Because office day is a lot like email templates, it's life changing. When people ask, like, how do you do it? Right. I'm like, do you even keep up with the people that you're working with? Right. <laughs> right. It's not like you, your business comes to you when you do what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right? And office day is the like li- the key to being able to do what you're supposed to be doing. Right. It's not just going to magically happen. And if you don't give it its time, then you won't ask for a review. Or like, okay, that's what I was thinking the other day. There are a lot of activities when you're in real estate that are not required to get paid. Right. I'm not required to make a listing binder and put it in the house and have all the information available for showings. I'm not required to make a postcard or a flyer or a social media post. I'm not required to ask my client for a review. I'm not, you're not required to do lots of things that are our systems that we do as part of our process. But if you have an office day and you have systems in place, then you then you can do all of those things. And those are the things that take you from being, a, I have to search everywhere for leads to mm-hmm. repeat referral. Like mm-hmm. it, it builds on itself and you can't, you don't have the space to do any of that. No. If you don't make the space to do it. Right. Yeah. And that is the importance of office day. <laughs> I love my office day. It's my favorite. I love my office. I could not do what I do without it. You've been it. renovating your office. Yes, I did. Do you feel like you're more productive in there? Or you just, I do. You I, do. I enjoy it. I enjoy mm-hmm. looking at it. Yeah, I, I love feel, it. I feel good in there. I My office has to stay tidy. Yes. And well Same. decorated. Same. And that is a space where my brain doesn't get distracted by, oh, I wish that I had this or mm-hmm. I wish that I had time to clean up that pile of garbage. Like, Mm-mm. no, in my office, it is serene. Mm-hmm. It is peaceful. It is simple. And I get the things done there. Yeah. You guys should all institute an office day. 
I think that the reason majority of agents, when you talk to them and they all seem so stressed out and how are, oh my God, I'm so busy. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. It's, I want to be like, you haven't had office day in a while. A long time. Because they've never sat down for a period of time and just gotten caught up. No. They're never caught up. And they're overscheduled. Yes. I crack up whenever, and I rarely do them, but on occasion I need to, or my seller wants me to do an agent tour, like hold my listing on an agent tour. Yeah. Or I'll go to one as a, as like a, if a friend is holding one and they're like, please come to my agent tour. (laughs) Y'all, the same people are at every Every. agent tour. And I don't think it's just for the free lunch. I just think they're like, this is what realtors do. Right. And my point is, that's overscheduling. Yes. That's doing a non-income producing activity that doesn't help your business mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And why do that? We don't need to overschedule ourselves as realtors. We no. need to, but we need to schedule the things that are important and then stick to it. I wonder if we could do a whole episode on scheduling. I'm sure we could. Possibly. Well, I think we've reached our limit on office day. Okay. This has been a kind of a long one <laughs> and we got sort of heated about that. Yeah. Woo. Do you have a toast? I do have a toast. All right. Today's toast. And I, oh gosh. You want to help me pronounce this last name? Okay. This is a long, okay. Ready? B-O-R-C-H-E-R-D-I-N-G. Borsherding. Borsherding? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Fine. Okay. So Lynn Harder is toasting to Jenna Borsherding. Okay. Jenna sure. B. Why not? Jenna B. Hey, Jenna B. Cheers to you. Um, Lynn would like to say they both became licensed in 2019 okay. and it has been a struggle, but she hasn't given up and won't. We are about 15 years apart in age and have become best friends. I love that. We listen to Hustle Humbly separately and have recently started getting together on Mondays and are listening again from the beginning together. (gasps) Oh my gosh. And then implementing or talking about how to improve ourselves, our business. We are so thankful for your podcast and I am so thankful for her friendship and support. That's really sweet. We're 11 years apart. That's true. Yeah. Lynn, we we are you. And Jenna. Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. I love that. So cheers to Jenna and to Lynn. Perfect. That was amazing. That was a good one. Y'all are so special to <laughs> us. That made me smile. I hadn't read it before. That was so good. Okay. Well, cheers, everybody. Get get your office day on your schedule. Awesome. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.